Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T, and this is the best day of your life because God is in control. Our affirmation is we are excited, blessed, grateful, and most of all, we are believers for life. We hope these few moments of prayer and Bible reading will empower you to have faith in God's word, believe in John 3:16, and be transformed by the Holy Spirit and inspire you to pray for your family, friends, and community. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, how excellent is your name. May your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. With a grateful heart, we give you praise, honor, and glory. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. Keep us in the shadow of your presence as we declare and decree you reign forever. Be blessing and power to your to our King who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. May the meditation of our hearts and the words of our mouth be acceptable in your sight. We call on Jehovah Rapha to heal our broken hearts and open our blind eyes. Teach us your ways as we study your word. May the Spirit of wisdom, revelation, counsel, and might guide us into all truth and show us those things which shall come to pass. Today we put on the whole armor of God, standing for truth, seeking righteousness, walking in the gospel of peace, sharing our faith, believing in our salvation, and speaking the word of God to prevail against the forces of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture reading is Luke 22, 7 through 20. Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked. He replied, as you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters. Say to the owner of the house, the teacher, the teacher ask, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table. And he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. May our Heavenly Father bless the reading and the hearing of his word. Let me begin my reflections with a quote from Jonathan Sachs. The message of the Passover remains as powerful as ever. Freedom is won not on the battlefield, but in the classroom and home. Teach your children the history of freedom if you want them never to lose it. I believe this quote is relevant to our text as we seek to answer the question, what is our connection between Exodus 12 and Luke 22? 
There are three points I will extract from this text that will help us see the answer. The first thing the writer reveals is God's appointed feast. Secondly, the lamb is ready. And third says, behold, I do a new thing. I'll get back to that momentarily. To fully understand what is taking place in the life of Jesus, I want to take a closer look at Leviticus 23 and Exodus chapter 12. In Leviticus 23, the writer writes about seven appointed feasts of the Lord. The first feast is a weekly Sabbath in which we are to work six days and rest on the seventh. The next three feasts are celebrated in the spring. They are Passover, which is to be celebrated on the 14th day of Nisan, usually around the time we celebrate Easter. Unleavened bread, which begins on the 15th day of Nisan and is celebrated for seven days. And 50 days later, it is Pentecost. In Exodus chapter 12, Jehovah instructs Moses on how the children of Israel and every generation after them are to celebrate the appointed feast. Here is what God said to Moses on the last night of their captivity in Egypt. I will paraphrase the text. God declared it's a new day. The month of Nisan will be the first month of the year. On the 10th day, each household was to choose a one-year-old male lamb without spot or blemish. And, four and over the next four days, this lamb was prepared to be slaughtered on the 14th day at twilight between 3 and 5 p.m. The lamb was to be roasted with bitter herbs over fire, and they were to bake bread without yeast. They were also to apply the blood of the lamb on the doorpost so the death angel would pass over them. As they ate this meal, it would, they were to eat it in haste and be dressed accordingly. That means their cloak should be tucked in their belt, sandals on their feet, and staffed in their hands, pretty much in a ready position to leave. God was preparing to deliver his children from Egypt and bring them into the land of promise. In hindsight, God was revealing his ultimate plan of redemption. Jehovah's only son was to be the designated lamb without spot or blemish to be crucified for the sins of the world. Luke gets right to our first point by connecting Exodus um, Exodus to our scripture reading for today, uh, Luke 22, 7 through 20. But let's read uh, verses 7 and 8. Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Right here is where the connection takes place. It was time to com commemorate the feast of the Lord as it, as it was written in Exodus 12 and Leviticus 23. The writer then reveals our second point in verses 15 through 19, where we learn the lamb was ready. Before I read our passage of scripture, let me share my own story. For many years, I have been celebrating the Lord's appointed feast with a local messianic congregation. And every year on the 14th day of Nisan, we celebrate the Passover with the Seder meal. The Jewish tradition is to read the Passover Haggadah during, the, during dinner. In the Haggadah, there are four cups of wine which you are to drink at different times. The first, the first cup stands for sanctification. 
The second represents the plagues. The third represents redemption. And the fourth is for praise. The other elements on the on this plate is a shank lamb bone, bitter herbs, and matzah, which is known as unleavened bread. Now Luke puts us right in the middle of what is taking place on this night. Jesus and his disciples were relaxed, and he is eagerly awaiting to eat this Passover meal to raise the cup of redemption with thanksgiving. Listen as I read verses 15 through 19. I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover meal with you before I suffer. I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this, divide it among you. I will not drink from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then Jesus took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Jesus reveals that he is the Lamb of God by taking the cup of redemption and giving thanks, then offering it to his disciples. Jesus surely connects Luke 22, verse 19, to Exodus 12, verse 14, simply by saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Therefore, we should express our gratitude with praise and thanksgiving every day. My, final, my third and final point is when Jesus takes, this, takes his cup after the meal and declares a new thing. Let's read verse 20. This, is, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Fifty days after Jesus ascended into heaven, this promise became a reality. It was the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came upon those who were in the upper room and they became a witness throughout the world so we could receive the promise of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. This blood covenant is a commitment that Jesus will put his law in our minds and our hearts. He will be our God and we will be his people. I will close with this. It is springtime, the season where all things become new and we experience the wonder-working power of God in our midst. The common thread between Exodus 12 and Luke 22 is Jesus. God redeemed humanity through his son, who gave his life as a ransom so you and I would be free from the wages of sin, which is death. Jesus is the reason we remember and celebrate the feast of our Lord. Surely, our Redeemer lives forever. Let us pray. We bless the King of the universe who gave us the word of truth. Jesus, our Messiah, heaven is your throne and earth is your footstool. Do not remember the sins of our youth or our transgressions. Forgive us, creating us a clean heart. Let us drink from the living water and eat from the bread of life. May your will be done according to your loving kindness and your tender mercies. Remember, you are the God of our salvation. Therefore, instruct us in the way because you are right and just. Set everlasting life in our midst. Blessed are you, creator of the universe, fruit of the vine, and giver of the word. In Jesus' name, amen. After a word from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship.
welcome back to the second segment of our show. I am your host, Sherry T, and you have been listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. This segment is where we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Before we hear from our first artist, let me give you this disclaimer. I do not have the copyright to the worship music that is being played on this podcast. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowances made for fair use purposes, such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, and scholarship research. Therefore, feel free to leave a comment.
believe for the impossible. Speak to the mountain and command it to move. You said it. I believe it. You said it. It is done. You said it. I believe it. You said it. It is done. Can you help me sing? Yes, you did. Wow, what an awesome time of praise and worship. You have been listening to Prayer Room Legacy, Nashville, featuring Brian Nera and CeCe Winans, Believe It. We will continue with The Blood Still Works. The Blood Still Works. Our God is faithful. The blood of Jesus is working in our favor. We trust only in our God. If we obey his commandments, then no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The blood still works. If we obey his words, we will eat the good of the land. The blood still works. Jesus bore our infirmities and healed us of all our diseases. The blood still works. Fear must submit to our faith in Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. The blood still works. The kingdom of heaven lives in us because the blood still works. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T. Check out our store at believerforlife.com forward slash t-shirts and be sure to subscribe by clicking on the icon below. Remember John 3, 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Until the next podcast, peace, love, and blessing.